This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. It's me, Paul Stanley, and you're listening to a show on the Red 5 Network. Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars the only way it's been possible, on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice and a nice slice of Yogan fruit pie. And get ready, because we're about to talk all things Star Wars. Welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 70. My name is Jeff. And happy Halloween. It is Halloween here in the cafe. It's October 31st. I got the place, as you can see, decorated for Halloween. I got some spooky sound effects going on here in the background for you to enjoy while we talk about Return of the Jedi this weekend. That's right. I'm continuing my dive into the Skywalker saga. And this week, it's Return of the Jedi, talking about my memories from when I first saw it to the evolution of the characters, my favorite characters and scenes, and of course, if I would have changed anything about it. But before I get into all that, I have a BMC poll of the week to go over from last week, and I am going to talk a little bit about The Mandalorian, Season 2, Chapter 9. Before I get into any of that, I just want to say there was a headline I saw when I got up earlier this morning that kind of took me aback and kind of hit me pretty hard. Sir Sean Connery has passed away. He was 90 years old. Yes, 90 years old is old, and it shouldn't have have been that much of a shock, but it was. It was. I didn't expect to see that headline this morning. And it took me aback. Very few celebrity deaths have hit me very hard. Carrie Fisher hit me hard. I cried. Uh, Neil Peart of Rush. I cried. Robin Williams. I cried. And this one, I cried. I'm getting started a little late here recording because of that. I wanted to compose myself. Give, my, give myself time to be able to talk to you and actually talk about this without breaking down. Uh, even though when I was a kid, in my adolescence, Roger Moore was my James Bond, but the very first James Bond movie I saw was Dr. No. 
and that's Sean Connery. And to me, Sean Connery is the quintessential James Bond. And he will always be my favorite James Bond, even though Roger Moore is right there tied with him for my favorite. Sean Connery is my favorite. He was one of my favorite actors of all time. If Sean Connery was in the movie, I was there in the theater watching it. Come on. He was Henry Jones Sr. for us. He was Indiana Jones's dad. He was Jimmy Malone in Untouchables. I loved that movie. And he, of course he was James Bond. I was just, like I said, it hit me pretty hard, but I need to stop talking about the depressing stuff here. So let's, let me wrap this up by just saying, rest in peace, 007. Rest in peace, Henry Jones Sr. Rest in peace, Sean Connery. Just let's get on to happier topics and talk about last week's BMC Poll of the Week, which was who was your favorite character in Empire Strikes Back? And I gave you four choices, and I gave you four choices that were a little bit more well-known characters than when I did A New Hope. And, of course, A New Hope was I picked characters that were just in A New Hope, and that poll bombed. I only got, like, 20-some votes. This, This poll turned out a little bit better. I got 56 votes. And the choices I gave you were Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Lando Calrissian, and Yoda. The results were Lando Calrissian at 12.5%, Darth Vader at 16.1%, which kind of shocked me, Luke Skywalker 30.4%, and taking the win is Yoda with 41.1%. And of course I got a couple responses for Leia and Han Solo, both great characters, both characters that I love, but I just wanted to put a little mix in the poll here of big characters to side characters. So Yoda took that at 41.1%. This week's BMC poll of the week however is not really solely about Return of the Jedi. I don't necessarily base my polls on the topic of my episodes. So this week's poll, you only get two choices. This week's poll is out of these lightsaber battles, which was your favorite? And the two choices are Darth Vader versus Luke Skywalker in An Empire Strikes Back, or Darth Vader versus Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. Which one out of those two is your favorite lightsaber battle? And I think this one might be a runaway, but I'm not quite sure. It might shock me and be really close, but we'll see how many votes I get for it, and we'll see who wins next week. So that poll will be pinned to the top of my Twitter account, at that BMC pod. Go vote for it there. I will retweet it on my Fish Frick Twitter account, since my BMC pod Twitter is still fairly new again, and I'm still trying to gain followers. So they'll be on both of my Twitter accounts, but it'll be pinned to the top of at that BMC pod. So, let's talk about The Mandalorian. Season 2, Chapter 9, The Marshal. Now, 
I love this freaking episode so much. This was a way to open a new season. The very first shot we get is in that like boxing arena with the Gamorians. And when I first saw that in the trailer, I thought we're not going to see this scene until much later in the season. But no, they hit us right away. Episode one, here you go. And I love that scene. And may I ask, who else saw the quick shot of Constable Zuvio? I did, and I went nuts. My wife had to pause the episode so I could explain to her what a Constable Zuvio was. I'm pretty sure that looked like Constable Zuvio. I'm hoping it, it's, that's who it is. I really don't know if we're going to find out or not, but Constable Zuvio in The Mandalorian got more screen time than he did in uh, Force Awakens, so I'm happy for Constable Zuvio. That was such a cool little shot there. And Timothy Oliphant's character was amazing. I can't remember his the name of his character right now. I've only watched it once. I plan on going back and watching it, watching it again before... Tristan and I sit down later this weekend to record our newest episode of the Canto Cast because we're going to dive deep into that episode, so I need to watch it again before we record. But Timothy Oliphant's character was amazing. Now, I didn't think he was Boba Fett. Yes, he was wearing Boba Fett's some of Boba Fett's armor, but he wasn't Boba Fett. I didn't think that for a second, but I was shocked. My mouth was agape when I saw... He was wearing Boba Fett's armor. And of course, Din Djarin said, you're giving that back to me. You're not a Mandalorian. And of course, they struck up a deal for if they kill the Crate Dragon, he will get his armor back. The Crate Dragon. We actually see a Crate Dragon other than just his skeleton and his bones laying in the deserts of Tatooine. Oh my god, I was so happy with the Crate Dragon. Loved it. I love the Crate Dragon. I love the fact that we got more of the Sand People. And knowing, getting to know the Sand People better. The Sand People aren't bad. They aren't. We always thought they were bad because the only time we really saw them was in A New Hope. They were doing bad things. In Episode 1, they were doing bad things. They were shooting at innocent pod racers. In Episode 2, they captured and tortured Anakin's mother. So, yes, we always thought they were kind of bad and this feral species that lived on the in the deserts of Tatooine. No, they're a race, I believe, of people now that can, you can communicate with them with sign language, as the Mandalorian does. And he knows if you treat them with respect, they will treat you with respect and they will get along with you and they honor their deals and and whatnot because of course the villagers entered into that deal knowing that they won't attack them unless they attack them first so i really like that aspect of it i like seeing the banthas again i love me a bantha of course i love me a bantha they they give me the blue milk that i serve here at the cafe so why wouldn't i love a bantha i kind of get Sorry for the one that got eaten, but and I was angry that they were using them as bait. But you know, it it had to be done to get the crate dragon. 
And I'm just going to jump straight to the end of the episode because I do not want to belabor anymore because, like I said, Tristan and I are going to be recording an episode of the CantoCast sometime tomorrow morning. And I'll try to get that up before Monday so you guys can hear us talk about the episode. But the end of the episode. Tamira Morrison is at the end of the episode. Got me thinking. Is he Rex? Or is he just a random clone? Or is this Boba Fett? My guess that it... My guess is that it's going to be Boba. My hope is that it's Rex. But I believe it's Boba. That look on his face when he turned around after he saw the Mandalorian speeding by on the bike, carrying his old armor, kind of ticked him off because he didn't look like he had a pleasant look on his face. And Rex is, you know, a pretty guy, nice guy. So I'm my hope is that it's Rex, but my belief is it's Boba Fett. So there you have my quick thoughts on The Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 9, The Marshal. And of course, before I talk about my topic on next week's show, I will go over my brief thoughts about Chapter 10. So, I am going to take a short break now, but when I come back from the break, we are going to dive right into Return of the Jedi. Halloween night, a small American town, 15 years ago. Michael? I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I think he'll come back. Exploring uncharted territory. And totally charted. Just Sure, sure. The only reason she babysits is to have Halloween. Okay, ladies. Come on out.
the night he came home. And I'm back. So, let's jump right into Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi c comes out in 1983. I was 14 years old. And my memories of when I first saw Return of the Jedi. I remember seeing it with three of my friends. I can't remember which three friends they were. I can't even remember if we're still friends and actually still communicating or not. But I, I remember seeing it with three of my friends at the time. And I remember actually walking to the theater to see this movie. The theater we saw this movie at was the Carlisle Theater. Now, the Carlisle Theater at the time, in the 80s, was an old-time movie theater, which means there was only one theater. One big movie theater, one big screen. That was it. I saw Beverly Hills Cop there. I saw Back to the Future 2 there. I saw Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom there. So that was, and actually, I work at that theater now as a part-time projectionist. Well, I'm not working there right now because we're closed because of the pandemic, which is a good thing. And um, I remember walking to that movie theater to see uh, Return of the Jedi. Now, I remember walking because we walked from my parents' house which is a house they still live in to this day. I remember walking from their house downtown to the movie theater to see this movie with my friends. Now, we didn't live that close to that movie theater. We lived a good distance from the movie theater. I would say maybe about 8 to 10 town blocks. I'm not going to say city blocks. I'll say town blocks. But it was a good distance. It was over a mile, I would say. And we got there. It was a late afternoon matinee, like 4.30, 5 o'clock showing. And we absolutely loved it. The theater was about half packed. It was like the third weekend in release for The Return of the Jedi. <coughs> so it wasn't that packed, but... It was half full, and for a big movie theater like that, that was good. So, we remember. I remember sitting there. I remember the reaction in the theater when Yoda confirmed that Vader was Luke's father. I took a big gasp because at this time I was still convinced that Vader was lying. But when Yoda confirms that Yoda is a Jedi Master and a good guy, so I'm believing Yoda... And he confirms that, yes, Vader is Luke's father. So, yeah, I gasped. And half the theater did. So, then comes the Ewoks and the reaction of the crowd to the Ewoks. I like them. Yes, a 14-year-old kid. I like them. I thought they were cute. I wanted to cuddle one of them. And, of course, some of my friends, at least one of my friends that was with me, made fun of me after the movie about liking the freaking Ewoks. So he, I, I just didn't bother with him. He He's probably a toxic fan nowadays. 
<laughs> but anyway, he was giving me crap about liking the Ewoks, but I never backed down. I never shied away from admitting what I liked of Star Wars. You guys know that from listening to my podcast. I am not ashamed of admitting I like anything in Star Wars, even if it's not popular to like it. But, yeah, he gave me crap about liking the Ewoks, but I didn't care. So, there I was, you know, liking the... So, liking the Ewoks, I liked them, and those were pretty much my memories of first seeing it. I remember we really didn't walk home after the movie. My father came to pick us up because he didn't want us walking home that late in the evening. It was getting dark, and he just came and picked us up. And I remember on the ride home, like I said, my one friend picking on me because I liked uh, Wark Davis's character. Whatever. <laughs> Those were my first memories of seeing the movie. Character growth. Oh, my goodness. In my opinion, Han is the one that grew the most in this movie from Empire. This was the movie that he was no longer, it's just about me, 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 and he was all in on the rebels side he was all in on this rebellion and without question so Han grew a lot for me and this is a movie that Han became one of my top favorite characters Luke of course grew he's wearing that black at the beginning of the movie he's choking Gamorrean guards he's force uh, mind not force tricking mind tricking uh, Bifortuna into getting him into Jabba's chamber and Leia Leia's more of a leader Chewbacca Chewbacca to me really didn't have that much growth in the trilogy he he remained the same kind of uh, person he was he's always been the way he is so Chewbacca was awesome as always and Lando Lando grew. Lando, I didn't fear Lando would betray our heroes anymore. He was all in on the rebel side as well. I I believe you were able to trust him 100% in Return of the Jedi. So, yeah, I those those are my thoughts about the character growth. I know it wasn't very long, but the, those were my thoughts about the characters and their growth. From Empire to Return of the Jedi. My favorite characters and scenes. Let me start with my favorite scenes. I'm going to start at the end of the movie. First and foremost, I loved the scene where Luke threw away his lightsaber and declared that he was a Jedi like his father, denouncing the dark side and just refusing, saying, you know, I know you're, I'm going to get killed. Shoot me with your lightning fingers and let's get this over with. So that was one of my top favorite scenes in that movie. The battle between Luke and Vader, the lightsaber battle, I love that scene as well. That is not giving away my vote in the poll this week, though. You'll have to wait until next week's episode to know where I stand on the lightsaber battles in both movies. But, yeah, the lightsaber battle I loved. Of course, I love the battle on Endor where the Ewoks are kicking the crap out of the Stormtroopers. I love that scene. I really do. And one more thing. I have a little rant here about the Ewoks and how some fans describe the Ewoks. 
I've heard murder bears, which I have no problem with. I heard cannibal bears. I heard they're little cannibal bears. That is false. They are not cannibals. I've never seen an Ewok eat another Ewok. They are carnivores. You can call them carnivore bears, but not cannibal bears. Carnivore bears is fine because that's what they are. They're eat they're meat eaters. So they are carnivores. They are not cannibals. Okay. Whew. There's my little rant. I'm fine now. But yeah. I loved the Ewok battle. I loved the space battle above Endor. I loved the Jabba Palace scene. The whole vibe in the palace. And yes, I'm one of the one few that like the special edition. That added a little bit more to the Jabba Palace scene. I'm not saying I necessarily like the music better than the original. I'm just saying I liked all the added, maybe a little bit longer that we spent in Jabba's Palace. The Sarlacc Pit scene I loved. And my favorite characters in Return of the Jedi. Well, some of them don't change. Han, Luke, Leia, Chewbacca, R2. They don't change. Jabba. I like Jabba. I know some of you are like, what, a big slug? you like that? Yes, I liked him because before this, we haven't seen Jabba. This is our first introduction to Jabba. I liked the fact that we finally saw Jabba. To me, I thought he was a human. I thought he walked on two legs. And if he wasn't a human, he was some kind of alien that walked on two legs. So I like that we finally saw Jabba. I like Salacious Crumb. I like myself a little monkey lizard. So, yeah, I like Salacious Crumb. I like Lando, of course. And Nyan Numb. I'm not sure if that's how you, you pronounce his name or not. I've always pronounced it wrong. But I love Lando's new co-pilot in the Falcon since Chewbacca was down on the surface with Han. I like Lando's new co-pilot. So, yeah, those are my favorite characters and scenes from Return of the Jedi. Now we're getting into would I change anything? And the answer is yes. The main thing I would have changed in Return of the Jedi is Boba Fett's death. Here we go, people. You always say Jeff has nothing bad nothing bad to say about Star Wars. He doesn't have any grievances or little quips and problems with Star Wars. Yes, I do. Remember, I just don't like talking about him, but since I'm committed to talking about this, because it's one of my talking points, I'm going to talk about it. Boba Fett's death. He deserves so much better. Boba Fett went out like a chump. I didn't like that. He deserves so much better. He deserved more of a story in Empire and Jedi. He didn't need to go out the way he did. He could have gone out fighting with Han and Han actually physically pushing him off of a skiff into the pit. Not just accidentally turning around, smacking his jetpack and having him fly and bounce off the side of the the sail barge. That that was weak. I it still bothers me that his death he went out like a chump. Yes, it doesn't bother me when I watch it because I know it's coming now. I even laugh sometimes when I see it. But 
yeah, he went out like a chump, and that really didn't sit well with me. So there you go. There's one thing that you know now about Jeff. He actually doesn't like something in Star Wars. He has a problem with something in Star Wars, and that's it. And it doesn't change the fact, though, that Jedi is my favorite out of the original trilogy. I know I always say all of the movies are my favorites, because they are. I love every single one of them. But I do have my favorites in every single trilogy. And as we're going through these movies, you'll find out which movie out of those three are my favorite when I talk about them. And Jedi was my favorite out of the original and Boba Fett's death was not enough to change that for me. Um, the other thing I would have changed, I would have kept the deleted scene where Luke is in the little hut there. I'm not sure if it was supposed to be Ben's old house or just a cave building his new lightsaber. I would have kept that in as well. So there you go. There is my Return of the Jedi quick review, if you want to call it that. So, there you go. That's Return of the Jedi. And next week, we are up to the prequels, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. I cannot wait to talk about this movie. And I cannot wait to talk about the characters and scenes in this movie. Uh, I am looking forward to The Phantom Menace. Now, don't forget to go answer the poll of the week over at that at that BMC pod on Twitter and the poll is out of the two lightsaber battles which do you like better Vader versus Luke in Empire or Vader versus Luke in Jedi answer that poll I'll go over the results next week and have a happy Halloween stay safe if if your community's trick-or-treating Make sure your kids stay safe out there while they trick-or-treat. I know our neighborhood, our township, our town had their trick-or-treat this past Thursday. And it went pretty good, I guess. Unfortunately, my wife and I forgot all about it. Didn't get candy, so we didn't participate. But, yes, trick-or-treat did happen here, and it seemed like it went okay. They left it up to the parents, and they left it up to the people that wanted to actually hand out candy. So, have a happy Halloween, stay safe, watch some scary movies this weekend, and as always, until next time, I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal. Thank you for stopping by the cafe. Life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. You can follow the Blue Milk Cafe on Twitter at that BMC Pod, on Facebook at that BMC Pod. You can follow the Facebook group, the Blue Milk Cafe Pod, and you could also email the Blue Milk Cafe at borgbach at gmail.com. And remember, Blue Milk. It does a body good.